You're tuned into the Chug LLP's podcast. We are a full-service legal, immigration, and tax firm with a global outlook. We partner with businesses to deliver innovative, customized solutions to their most pressing challenges. Join us as we tackle some pertinent issues. Thanks for tuning in to Thursday's Live with Chuck. My name is Sonia Sidhu. I am an executive manager with Chuck LLP here in our Los Angeles office. Joining me is one of our immigration attorneys, Gladys Gracio. Gladys, please go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure, Sonia, thank you. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Gladys Carvasio. I'm an immigration attorney and partner here at Chug LLP. I'm based out of our Los Angeles office and I work closely with Sonia. As she mentioned, today's topic is one of the best news that we've received so far from USCIS and that's the updated guidance eliminating the need for bridge applications for those with pending change of status to F1. But before we dive into our topic, a quick disclaimer that this event does not create an attorney-client relationship. It does not constitute legal advice, and it's intended purely for general information purpose only. If you want to discuss your specific case with us, you can contact us via email. We will provide our email address at the end of this session. And with the housekeeping rules out of the way, I think we're ready to start, Sonia. Yes, absolutely. So Gladys, can you tell us more about the USCIS policy guidance? Sure, Sonia. So this is such a welcome development. On July 20, USCIS announced that they updated their policy guidance, eliminating the need for individuals who have applied for a change of status to F1 to maintain their um, non-immigrant status up to 30 days from their program start dates. So essentially, they're eliminating the requirement to file bridge applications for these applicants. This is definitely great news. So for the benefit of those listening, can you explain the application you just mentioned? First one, yeah. So under previous policy, applicants needed to maintain their status up to 30 days prior to the program start date stated in their I-20. So this required them to file extensions of their current non-immigrant status to ensure that there is no gap. So these applications are called bridge applications, again, to ensure that there is no gap in their status. That's right. In the previous policy, we had to track the initial change of status application to F1 calendar that applicant's I-94 expiry and ensure that applicant maintains his status up to 30 days before the program start date by filing for extensions of status. Given the length of the processing times with USCIS, we always had to file these bridge applications. That's right. So exactly this um, policy update eliminates the need for all of that. As long as you timely and properly file your change of status application to F1 before your non-immigrant status expires and you have not otherwise violated your status, then you should be okay. So Gladys, what do you, uh, what do I mean by timely and properly filing the change of status application to F1? 
So in general, um, you know, you may apply to change your non-immigrant status if one, you have, um, you were lawfully admitted to the U.S. in a non-immigrant status. Second, your non-immigrant status remains valid. Third, you have not uh, violated the conditions of your non-immigrant status. And fourth, you have not committed, you know, any crime or engaged in any activity um, that would make you ineligible for a change of status. But specifically for change of status to F1s, of course, you must first be admitted to an SABP certified school. You have to obtain Form I-20, and that's the Certificate of Eligibility for Non-Immigrant Student Status. Third is you have to pay the service fee. And fourth is file your I-539 application with USCIS together, of course, with the supporting documents. But please note that when you file, don't assume that it's already approved. You have to wait for the actual approval of your application. Why did USCIS update their policy? And why is this so important, Gladys? Well, according to USCIS, it was intended to reduce their workload um, and also reduce the cost for both USCIS and the applicant. And this is significant because applicants are burdened with having to file multiple I-539s. And of course, you have the filing fees just so they maintain their status and there's no gap until the approval of their F-1. This definitely saves valuable resources, time, money, both for the applicants and USCIS. And we're hoping, of course, that this will help USCIS reduce their backlogs somehow. So USCIS takes a long time to adjudicate I-539 applications. So what should an applicant do if the change of status application to F-1 is still pending within 30 days of the F-1 program start date? Well, in such a scenario, you may have to um, speak with your DSO and request to defer your program start date to the following semester or the following term because USCIS has not made a decision on your case. So if your change of status application is approved, it's your, your change of status to F1 will be effective as of the date of approval. And you are not required to abstain status all the way up to 30 days before the program start date. Of course, as long as your non-immigrant status is unexpired at the time you file the application and you otherwise remain eligible for a change of status. Okay, that's good to know. Now, what if the change of status application to F1 is approved more than 30 days before the F1 program start date? Well, if USCIS approves it uh, more than 30 days before you're starting, then you're one, of the, you're one of the lucky ones, right? But seriously, though, you must ensure that you do not violate your F1 status during this time. So an example of a violation would be engaging in employment, and that includes on-campus employment or practical training more than 30 days before your program start date, as listed in your form I-20. What about M1s, Gladys, for vocational students? What if the change of status application to M1 is still pending within 30 days of the M1 program start date? Well, according to USCIS um, and their website, the updated policy doesn't apply to M1s. So for M1s, you still have to file your bridge application. So if your current non-immigrant status will expire more than 30 days, 
before your M1 program start date and you wish to remain in the US, you must maintain your status all the way up to that date, the, the 30 days before your program start date. So if you do not file the separate I-539s or extensions to request your um, an extension to request your status, USCIS will deny your change of status application to F1. Okay, interesting. So going back to F1s, what do you recommend for those with pending change of status applications? Well, if you're an applicant with a pending change of status to F1 application, you want to contact your ESO and also consult with an immigration attorney. I mean, it's always good to be friends with your DSO, you know, closely coordinate with DSO for any updates. Also, USCIS announced that they're revising Form I-539 to reflect all of these changes. So um, please keep an eye out for that as well. Okay, thank you, Gladys. Uh, I see, Gladys, uh, the most common question I am seeing, if you can answer this, someone who ends on a B-1 and wants to change status to F-1, is that possible? Well, yes, it's possible, um, but as with any change of status application, you want to consider the timing of the filing. And of course, we have to analyze you know, intent. So these are two important factors to consider timing and intent um, because USCIS will of course look at whether you use the right visa to enter the US. So if you have a question on this, specifically on this, um, you can contact us. Um, we can schedule a consultation and we'll, we'll advise you accordingly. Thank you. So another question that is, what if the F1 is pending with USCIS right now? Do they still need to file a bridge? So the policy is effective, the updated policy guidance is effective July 20. So I do, they would not need to file those bridge applications anymore if their um, change of status application to F1 is still pending as of the date they made, USCIS made the announcement. Thank you. So is there anything else you would uh, like to add uh, before we end today's session, that is? If you missed this live session and or you have additional questions that you want to ask, you know, feel free to email me. My email address is gladys.gervasio at chug.com. Um, yeah, thank you. Send any further questions to sonya at chug.com or info at chug.com. Please do tune in to our weekly live sessions every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific time and 2 p.m. Eastern time for more critical insights that can help you and your business thrive. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube to get notified when our live events begin. Thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Please be safe. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about our work, please visit our websites at www.chuk.com for legal and immigration and www.chuk.net for tax. Be sure to subscribe to get regular business insights from the Chug LLP team.